Hi, welcome to episode eight of the Pyramid Pod. With me today, I have Spirit. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Hello, first of all. Hello, everyone. Um, I go by Spirit. Um, that's, a, that's, I guess, a, just an introduction to myself. I've been going by Spirit since I've been uh, in the creative world. Um, I resonate with that name a lot, so I kind of just stuck with it. It became first it was like a nickname, but then now I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's that's just kind of. You know, I don't even use my first name anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's even, in fact, it's weird hearing my first name. Like when my mother actually like says my name, I'm just like always like, oh yeah, there's still people out there that say that. I uh, say my my actual real name. Um, the spirits, my uh, that's a it's a pseudonym. It's not like my birth name, but it's a name that I go by. Um, it's the name that I have like my music, uh, under and, uh, everything I do creatively, I just kind of go by spirit. Nice. And how long have you been kind of in the creative space, creating music and, and whatnot? I actually started bef like before I was on the, uh, before I was really, before I was really in love with the process of making music personally for myself, I was more so involved in helping other artists in their creative process. Uh, one of the first uh, loves, I guess I could, I could say, as far as like creative endeavors, was actually the networking side and bringing people together. That's what initially kind of inspired me with music and just being around music, you know, just the power of what music could do. Um, I always understood it, always took music very seriously, almost too seriously. You know, like as a child, I, I had really weird OCD about music. It, it was really, it was really strange. I had to grow out of it because um, it would get me in a lot of trouble, you know, trying to control the radio in the house and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, my dad, he's, I tried that with him one time. I tried to control the radio. He, he uh, put me in my place really quick. So, um, so I had to grow out of like, you know, just wanting to control like what people listen to, I guess you could say. I've always just wanted music to have more positive messages. Um, and so one of the things that used to bother me as a child is feeling like um, a lot of music that was promoted was like, I felt like the worst of humanity. Like even as a child, like I just, I felt like some music was just evil. I don't know why. I just got this really sinister vibe as a child just listening to certain things that came on the radio and I'm like, turn it off. Like, I didn't know why until I got older and I just always realized that I took music very seriously, the power of music very seriously. Um, and so I started initially on the curating side of things, putting together shows, putting together just really random mixes of artists that you would never expect, but it would work in a networking sense. Um, and it would work in just an energetic sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I used to throw uh, shows every like year. They were almost like annually. And they were just basically big meetups of um, visual artists, uh, music artists, uh, videographers, just people who were working in that you know, that kind of music artsy. And um, it became like a networking opportunity for a lot of people, including myself. Um, and then later on, I feel like I just kind of like started to really love music. I was like started uh, just really honing in all my personal skills with music and stuff like that. And it just kind of led me down, like wanting to create my own content. I've always wanted to, but I just felt really propelled to do it one year. And I was just like, okay, yeah, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So... I've only been really creating music for like a year and a half. Nice. Well, I, I love your music, by the way. And it sounds like 
you were a very intuitive child to pick up on the uh, sinister music industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, seriously, it was, it was weird. It was almost like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like the Boondocks. Uh, uh, I've um, seen it, but it's been, a, it's been a minute. Okay, I don't know if you've ever seen the show The Boondocks, but okay, there's a character named Huey, Huey Freeman, and uh, he's like this really intellectual child, and he's like, you know, he has like all these conspiracies. He's like the typical like child who's like too woke for his age, he's just too woke in general, like he sucks the fun out of things, but at the same time, he's always right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's this episode where he's just like, BET hates black people. And like, me as a black person, you gotta understand, like as a black person, me, I was just like, I feel that like later on, I was like, man, I've always felt like they were like putting on just kind of destructive. It was like almost done on purpose. I was like, man, if I change the channel, you know, I could hear songs about love and about this and about that. It was just really, it was, a, I felt like it was a error where to, in order to be like noticed, you know, you had to like have like really hard, you know, rap lyrics and really like, you know, you had to be basically have a destructive message. Um, I feel like, you know, it's sometimes with music, it's like, I feel like that's an easy way out, you know what I mean? Just like the destructive side of things, because I do feel like it does get a lot of attention. Um, but I felt like that's what was purposely being promoted. And just to see an episode just basically saying like, oh yeah, like we purposely like, we're trying to destroy the black community through the music and through the shows that we put on here. And I'm just like, oh my God, I felt like this as a freaking seven year old. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. it's weird, it's weird. And uh, no offense to BET though. I mean, I don't know if that's actually the case. I just that's the vibe I got. No, I think your sense on the vibe <laughs> is probably pretty accurate. Um, that's the vibe I got. You know what I mean? And like one of the things I've always admired about music, like both in a destructive and constructive sense, is like how powerful it really is. You know, like that's something that I definitely notice in my own awakening of like trying to become more conscious of my self talk of like what I consume, how it's like affecting my perception of reality. And then noticing for sure, like that a lot of the music I listened to was yeah. programming me in ways that I didn't want to be programmed, you know, and having right. to like really take a step out of the rap scene and a lot of other music that I was like, I don't know if these are the subliminal messages that I um, really want, like resonating in my consciousness all day, you know? <laughs> Right. It, it literally to the point. I don't. I don't really listen to it. like as a musician. I feel like I'm. I don't. I don't listen to a lot of music <clears throat> that's out. Um, like currently, I don't listen to a lot of current stuff. When I do listen to music, I go back. I dig. I look for. You know what I mean? Or I just go to like just raw elements of of music, like blues, jazz. I go to like just the basics. Basics. Yeah. Um, I don't really listen to too much of like the uh, the more popularized genres out today. Um, simply because like just the, uh, the messages, I don't, like I said, like, I don't really, I don't really feel like some of it's constructive. And for me being very, like, I'm always, I've always felt like a really sensitive person. Yeah. I just always chose to just not ingest certain music just because at the end of the day, it like, I mean, I'm not saying I don't listen to it, like, you know, turn up, you know, I don't turn up, I don't listen to music ever, but it, it's very rarely do I go out of my way. Yeah. to like consume it like typically i'm listening to like uh to like jazz <laughs> or like funk or like blues or like you know like that's what i listen to and then and then i make the music that i make but it comes from like a, a really raw inspired place you know i try not to you know consume music because i feel like i'm in, i'm easily influenced and i don't want to be 
You know what I mean? So I literally go on these breaks where I don't listen to anything for a very long time. But if I do, it's like, it's purposely, you know, something I'm, I'm searching out just be, to get the feel of certain elements. You know what I mean? To, to bring, you know, to put them in my music or to, you know, have them uh, just because that's something that I really, really want to implement. You know what I mean? But it's never, uh, it's never really any new music. I don't really know what's out right now. I don't really know who's popular. <laughs> like, Good for you, Don. I have no idea right now. Like, I've been kind of in a, in a bubble for like the past two years, just making my own music. I've been working really hard on a project called Every Shade of Blue. Um, it's, I want to say, 70% complete. Um, but I, I've been very, very private about everything I've been doing, just kind of putting things out here and there. I recently put out like my first song ever. Um, but I have like a whole <laughs> project that I'm going to release in a, uh, very shortly. I'm not going to say a, a month or a date. I promise I wouldn't do that, but very shortly. Um, and uh, I'm really excited about it. Nice. Well, I, I look forward to hearing from it uh, for sure. Was there, was there any musician that really had an impact on you and your journey or was it mostly instrumentals and just kind of like the, the fundamentals of music? Oh man. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of artists, like personally, like personal relationships with artists have definitely like um, impacted me, impacted my drive towards, um, towards just creating music and just like, um, keeping me motivated. I feel like, yeah, I definitely have had artists impact me in that way. Um, sonically speaking though, I'm again, I don't really consume too much. Um, you know, I will listen to like my friend's music, um, you know, and I will, you know, I do support like anything that my friends are doing. Um, and I do listen to anything that like, you know, I, I'm going to if I'm in a studio with them or we're, we're working on something or I'm, you know, have anything to do with it. Obviously, you know, I'm, you know, I, I'm involved in that way, but I don't necessarily, um, I wouldn't say I get inspired um, by, by too much sonically. I do get inspired by other things though. Like I do get inspired by uh, the way um, artists are able to connect with people. You know, I, I, I really admire stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the whole point of me doing music is to be able to connect with people, connect people to my message ultimately. So there's certain, things about artists that I'm inspired by, but as far as sonically, I wouldn't say that I, there's a, like a sound that I'm trying to create or anything like that. Like, I feel like my project's gonna show how random, <laughs> how random I, like my inspiration is, you know, cause I'm, I'm gonna have, I have music from like, I, I wanna say not every genre, but uh, more than four on, on a single project, so. That's, that's something for me that I have always really respected and like the musicians I look up to is, the ability to like both jump genres of music like song to song and also to kind of like integrate different genres into one song and still make it sound cohesive and like a fluent work of art you know i really like admire that ability to do that yeah i um and that's why i listen to the type of music i, I listen to because i feel like for whatever reason it it gives me like more to work with, you know, the fact that I just listen to just straight, like, uh, just for example, like, um, I'll, I'll spend hours listening to like Chopin or Franz Liszt and like get melody ideas that will literally turn into like, <laughs> you know, like a trap R and B type of like type of song, but it's like inspired by literally classical, you know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? Like, um, like, like melodically like I can get inspiration from 
easily from like anything and that's why i try not to to consume too much of what's out because i don't want my music to sound like anything that's current i want my music to truly be what i feel like it is it, like a work of its own you know what i mean like in its own lane completely you know what i mean so that's uh that's something i'm really striving for i think that to take this route is really hard um for for an artist um i think that because i mean I've, I've been around a lot of producers i've been a lot around a lot of people that well, I often say, you know, this is the hardest way to go, you know, to try to create your own like lane sonically. They say, you know, it's always easier to, you know, try to find a formula and try to, you know, and, and things like that. And I'm so against it to where I'm super selective about like who I work with, you yeah. know, as far as producers and stuff like that. Like I have to work with people who get it. I have to work with, you know, like I wouldn't go to a producer and tell him like, hey, I want you to make, uh, you know, this, this song sound like, you know, what's a popular producer like? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't go there and be like, I want you to sound like this producer. They're gonna look at me like, why don't you just go to that producer? <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I've actually started, you know, doing my own productions and um, co-producing on like 90% of my project. I have something like production, like I'm either completely did the instrumentation and then I just had maybe help with the drums or, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Like every single song that I make, I literally co-produce in some way or, executive produce like the entire thing like i don't i don't just find random uh beats and just say oh yeah i'm gonna use this like no everything's like deliberate you know what i mean like from beginning to end so it's uh it's harder i feel like doing it that way it definitely is harder yeah i i definitely feel that you know, like for me i'm not as much like a musician um i took a, a couple years of violin actually when i was really young but I never like okay. I'm a really big like appreciation for music, but not necessarily like a skill. But in my own like creative lane of just being an entrepreneur, you know, and like working with like artists and selling canvases and designing clothing, like I've also felt that like internal struggle between like like there's all these set ways that you're supposed to do it oh, right like email marketing and you need to be paying to post ads on instagram and you need to be doing facebook ads and all this versus trying to go a completely organic route where everything is through your own your own platforms people that you're working with you know just like yeah i like it's a lot more fulfilling and i i feel like rewarding when it is all organic and it is all yeah. kind of just like you staying true to yourself. And as you go, like trusting that the steps will be there for you, you know, on the yeah, they'll reveal themselves. Like, uh, and that's why I, I truly believe that. Um, I don't know. I just have that belief in what I'm doing and what I'm creating. You know, I, I've listened to a lot of music, you know, growing up and like a lot of different genres, like to get through high school, oh my God, like I had to go through so many different music phases. You know, I went to a music school and I was always, always surrounded by music and I've always wanted to create, I've always wanted to create like my, like something that represented me as a person, just like my, the way I was brought up, you know what I mean? So I want to create music that's really true to me. In order, in order to do that, I feel like I have to, um, I have to stay true to what sound, like my sound. I don't want to try to cop, like be, you know, like, you know, I don't want to take the easy way out. Um, you know, industry beats, industry production, industry, industry sound, things that are like, 
you know, kind of formulate it and, you know, like, oh, this is a, this is a radio hit. This is what it, you know, this is what a radio hit sounds like. You know what I mean? I, I don't believe in that. Like, I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I feel like what, what's considered um, mainstream could completely shift and change tomorrow. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm never going to be like willing to just jump on any type of like create a bandwagon with anything. It's always going to just be from, you know, me coming from like my own, my own uh, perspective of just like life and music. Um, and so to do that, I have to kind of like shelter myself from a lot of things. <laughs> and that's what I do. Like, I don't really consume too much music because I don't want to be indirectly influenced by anything, not in a bad way, not because I, I just don't like music, but it's because I don't want to be influenced until I'm, I'm done with uh, certain projects. <laughs> like I'm, when I'm done with the yeah. CP, when I'm, uh, when I probably maybe majority finished with my album, maybe then I'll start like just listening to what's out, what's current. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Like right now it's just, it's been weird. Like for the past two years, I've only literally listened to uh, either my friend's music or just straight up like classical jazz blues. That's it. Concertos. <laughs> like that's it. I respect that, dude. You're, you're being <laughs> like, there's some purity in the process that way. And I, I that's what, that's the whole point for me. <laughs> yeah. And I, I agree that I think if you listen to, a lot of pop music and pop culture like it would find its way into your music and it would like it will absolutely it's... it would dilute what you're creating and i think that's part of being a creator and that's something that i'm trying to be more intentional about is like being really selective and intentional about what i consume you know in my life knowing that it's going to affect what i create you know and the quality of my content both like on my platforms and also just artistically yeah i think it's i think you, you've got a lot figured out and I, I i also think that like when you believe in your project and you're truly creating it for yourself like not even like worried so much as to like how it's going to be received like how popular it's going to be when you're creating it to be an expression of yourself and to have it be something that you would listen to and, and something that you love. Like people are going to pick up on that and, and like, right. That, like that's going to draw a lot of people in to experience it. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, that's, um, that's, and that's why I feel like I've always felt like music, like for me has always been like an extension of me. Like I've, I've always, you know, I was making, I was, I was writing songs when I was a little kid, like, you know what I mean? Like literally I was like coming up, I'll come up with like little, and I would sing to my my sisters and just like, you know what I mean? And I would like come up sometimes with little three part harmonies for us to do. And like I said, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I love, I've always loved creating music. I always felt like it was like an extension of myself. So absolutely what, what, what I consume, I feel like is going to somehow, you know, affect what, what I, you know, what I am and what I present based on that. And so I've just been kind of selective, especially now, because I am in project mode. So I've just kind of been mindful. Um, I'm not too active on social media really right now. You know, I've really just been uh, spending all my time um, working late night, just uh, recording and just, you know, creating different, you know, just in project mode for uh, every shade of blue. I'm probably going to uh, announce something soon, but not until it's not until it's finished. 
Nice. And then I have time to like go through it, uh, arrange it, listen it to every you know detail. But I'm trying to um, I'm trying to put out a project that is literally me. Like that's what this project is going to be. Like so, it's 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 literally going to be an experience. There are going to be like different genres. It's going to have like every phase that I went through up until this point. <laughs> it's going to have like you know my high school like angst phase. It, like you're gonna you're gonna hear that. You're gonna hear like. You're gonna hear me growing. You're gonna hear the res- the resolve. It's gonna be. It's. I feel like it's nine tracks of just. Um, but it, I think it's a complete um, summary of my life up until this point. Dude, I I love that. I I also love um, the title of your project, Every Shade of Blue. Like I think, I think that's got a, a certain yeah. nature. <laughs> and make sure to like message me when you post it. I'll I'll try to help spread it out to the people absolutely yeah i'm um it's probably not gonna be for uh, for a while uh, not like nothing crazy not years or anything like that but it's probably not gonna be for a couple months but i'm definitely excited to uh put that out i mean i've been just uh kind of stealing it for a very long time <laughs> it's almost ready <laughs> that's one of the things i love about like mus- music and and following different musicians too is like that they tell the story of a person's life you know um and in the musicians that like i've resonated with the most like in my journey like mac miller is a big one for me that like i love mac miller and i i love like going back from like his earliest his earliest stuff on like yeah and and just all the albums and like really witnessing his growth and like his mentality shifts and his change in perspective and change in priorities. And like, I just think it's so beautiful that that can be captured through music and, and yeah, I, I'm, you're making me want to get into music, honestly. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. If that's, if that's something you're passionate about, I feel like um, it's not about, it's not always about, you know, like how, you know, being famous to the point of like where it, it clouds your whole like why you even decided to like make music in the first place. I don't care if you know if millions of people receive like my music. I really just care that uh, it's out there and that it's created, you know, and that I actually fulfilled that idea and that I didn't just let it go to waste. Um, as long as one person connects to my message, I'm I'm good. Now I do feel like. Yeah, it's going to be more people that connect to it because it's, it's, it's raw and it's real. Um, and that's something I feel like is missing sometimes, you know what I mean? With music, especially certain genres of music, I feel like they've just kind of gone in a different direction just with uh, just how society is. Uh, I feel like uh, sometimes society is goes through phases and the music represents what society is going through. That's why I try not to consume so much of society so I can always just like, you know, I'll be able to create a breath of fresh air. And so that's what I want to create. Thank you, man. Um, we, could, we could use a breath of fresh air right now. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, you know, that's why I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can't even, even if I wanted to, I can't listen to that new album that came out from, you know, popular artists. I'm like, I can't, not right now, after, but I'm done. I'll go back to it, I promise. Because I want you so bad. People have been talking about so much stuff that's been coming out. Like, you know, Isaiah Rashad, his, uh, his recent... Uh, album that came out like everybody's been talking about that they've been talking about their favorite song on it a lot of people have been uh sending me like songs just to listen to it i'm just like man i really want to listen to this so bad 
Um, but I'm a, like, I'm that sensitive when it comes to music. Like literally a song would be stuck in my head for weeks and I'm like trying to work on something. Like, no, that's not a good combination. Um, you know, so like if I, if I'm going to like, uh, work with an artist, I'll listen to their music because I'm, I'm, it's, it's intentional. You know what I mean? But if I'm not doing any features with that artist and at that moment, I just don't, I have to stay a purist. I have to like stick to, stick to my guns here. I respect, <laughs> I respect the discipline, dude. I... It's, it is, it's, it's really hard, especially when you love music. Oh my God, it's so hard. It's a sacrifice, but I have to do it so that uh, my music is neat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important right now. Like, for everyone regardless of honestly like whatever you're doing with your life like I think it's so important to stay in your energy you know to like not let the world like mold you as much and to really just show like and whatever you need to cut out of your life to make that happen like to show up as like the truest like purest expression of yourself like I think that's what we came into this realm to do. You know, that's at least what I think of as like my mission is just to become the most true reflection of who I am. And, and yeah, it's a, it's a process and it definitely takes discipline of like cutting certain stuff out and, and focusing on yourself and, and yeah, a lot of society, honestly, I, I think is, just backwards like I, I needed to remove my yeah, I try not to I try not to like judge like so much like to, I don't like to talk about society because I'm like man I don't want to feel like I don't want it to come off like I'm judging <laughs> everything because you know I'm a part of society I'm I am the problem I am not like listen I'm a part of the problem but it's just <laughs> it's coming from a place of just like I really do want things to be better in a sense I, I, you know what I mean? There's certain, there's certain things that I really want to heal. And I feel like there's certain gifts that I've been given. And as cliche as it may sound, I feel like I have to do things a certain way because of what I was sent here to do. You know what I mean? So it may not be the same for people. I have like, I have no problem um, with anybody like consumes music uh, that I don't consume. It's, that's never been an issue. It's always just been like, for me, I have to understand that I'm here to create music and create the, like the purest expression of myself. And so being a musician and being like so easily influenced by sound, literally, I'm like, I hear the ice cream truck could go by. And like, I'm like, oh man, like now I'm like, I hear that jingle. So it's like, um, just me knowing the way I am and knowing what my mission is. Um, but I think it's really, I think that society, like, we're all just trying to be connected. You know what I mean? That's what I really feel like. That's what it all is. Like, and a part of that connectivity is sometimes being influenced, being in a certain sphere of influence that you don't even recognize is there or happening. Um, and that's okay. Sometimes we're just not aware of what's like awareness. Like we're just not aware like, oh, I am influenced by being around, a, you know, certain group of people. Or I am influenced by listening to a certain type of music all the time where I am influenced by watching certain movies right before I go to bed where I am influenced by literally my physical surrounding. <laughs> it's like, it, you know what I mean? So just knowing, you know, sometimes knowing like, okay, yeah, that's, but that's half the battle. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Yeah. You, you figure out that, yeah, you are influenced. That's half the battle. Sometimes some people don't even know that they're influenced the way that they are. 
And I think that a part of it is you just want to be connected to the world and, and to feel connected with something. And so we latch on to things. We latch on to these different um, these ideas and people like we try to find things to fit in with. And some of that groupthink mentality comes from us just wanting to be connected, which I think is one of the purest human things that we could do. But but the problem is, is sometimes we have to disengage and disconnect to actually be authentic to our own energy signature and actually know who we are and know what we feel like. What are we bringing to the table? What influence do we have? And then being able to reconnect from a place of actual perspective on, you know, oneself, like actual self-recognition, like you know what you're bringing to the table when you walk into a room. There's people that walk into a room and don't even understand how they're affecting people. You know, I literally was out yesterday sitting at a, I was getting a drink, sitting at a bar randomly, and I could feel the guy next to me. Like I could feel, he was sad as shit. I was like, oh my God, I was like, and I was on the phone too, I was like, someone's really sad in here. <laughs> and it was like so random, I didn't even see him until he said something to the, uh, to the uh to the waiter he's like yeah, like they're oh, are you having any okay bill they knew him by name he's like oh no i'm having a terrible day like this and that and, he, and then he, like somebody in his family died but like i'm just saying like we're that sensitive yeah we may not even recognize that we pick up on stuff like that like we don't we don't even know sometimes that we're that in tune with each other and so i mean i just try to kind of I don't like to be around too many people. (laughs) And if I do go out, it's very intentional. I I have to like pray literally for protection, literally to just basically raise my own, um, just my own energy so that I can not be affected the same way. Because it does make a difference when you do that. And I've experienced it so many times where I'm like, man, we're just, oh, we're all interfucked. But I'm just like, this is crazy. You know, like, and we want to be connected. That's the thing, yeah. you know. So it, it's easy to just fall into whatever society's doing and thinking and how they're, you know, programmed. But man, it, it does feel good to disengage, to like literally disconnect. Sometimes feels like you're reconnecting with yourself, which ultimately feels like you're reconnecting the source. Which ultimately is, I mean, that's. I think that's what we want to do. We just have a, a awkward way of doing it right now with uh, social media and just like. Just the just the era that we're in with with media and just this instant gratification instant gratification uh, phase that we started to move towards. People don't uh, necessarily look at you know things the same way as far as like working and it's just things are changing. It's just so fast from like our parents' generation to now. It's just like holy cow, we are the microwave generation. <laughs> you know what I mean? And part of that is. Uh, you know what I mean? Just jumping on to whatever we think is going to make us happy. Just these different trends, these different things that's going on. And I mean, I, I see it, but I, I just, I try not to, um, to indulge in too much pop culture. I just look at what's happening. I try not to. Yeah. And I, I think okay. you're, I think you're really right about like part of our like, like human nature is this like beautiful desire to like connect with other people. But sometimes we want to relate to people so badly that we lose ourselves in that process. Right. At what cost are you willing to, uh, (laughs) you know, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. In my own journey, I actually, I've, I've growing up through my childhood and high school, college, I was a very social outgoing person and I loved 
connecting with people and talking with people and going to parties, being social. And I think part of that is like, I, we love to like talk with other people because we can f- discover new parts of ourselves through that interaction. But then like at a certain point, if everyone's wearing masks, if everyone has like operating from a somewhat fictitious identity that they've created for themselves, then you're not really connecting at all anymore. It's this like, you're like sharing this bond, but it's not like genuine. And, and I also found that like my junior year of college, I think is really when I just had a existential meltdown of, of massive proportions. And I really had to isolate myself from everyone to, I was a, in school for mechanical engineering and, and I was like living in a frat house and I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I don't, I don't want to party anymore like this. Like, I don't want to be a mechanical engineer. I just want to like study ancient history and, (laughs) (laughs) and like create pyramids and create art and, and talk about spirituality and express myself. And I think the process of like going from this identity I'd created for myself to like a more true reflection of myself. And and I know even now, like I'm still shedding layers all the time. Like all the time I think like, Oh, like I found myself. I'm so true to who I am right now. And then it's like, yeah, I thought I'll like (laughs) (laughs) there's still some shit I gotta let go there's still programming programming that I'm not fully aware of and then it like gets brought to my awareness and I'm like oh shit like that's gotta go but yeah I think solitude is is so powerful and it's like this we desire like we desire human connection so much and it's part of what fulfills us and and brings us like a lot of our peace you know is that connectivity right but then we also need solitude and and social media i just like that's why i'm starting my podcast back up is i'm kind of just getting frustrated with it and feeling like like even now like i just can't be as authentic as i want to be through a social media platform like twitter instagram or anything yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly, like, that's why also, like, I feel like music for me, I, it has to be as personal as it is. And my my method, it has to be the way it is because of the same reason. Like, I totally feel you. Like, I'm, I, it's like creating another, like, a truer platform for yourself because social media is just, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? And, like, I appreciate social media. I use that as a tool. I love social media in the sense that it connects people. I've met amazing people that I would have never met if it wasn't for that tool existing, for that idea coming into existence, for somebody who said, you know what, people should be able to, you know what I mean, uh, send a, you know, send a, you know, message to the world, you know what I mean, um, or, you know, people should be able to share and, and, you know, send, you know, things to people that live in different countries. I mean, like, that's what social media is. It connects the entire world. So just uh, from the, like, I, I've always appreciated it. You get what I'm saying? And I've always uh, used it as a tool. And I've met amazing people through it. However, I, again, I, I, I feel you. I see like where it does become toxic with certain things like groupthink, 
I just that's just not I think it's I think it does more harm than it does good. You know what I mean? And I think certain things do become popularized overnight sometimes seemingly. And uh, with that comes uh, certain fictitiousness uh, just from people trying to be in trend with things. Um, man, I've watched things uh, shift like <laughs> through over social media, like certain things become like more mainstream that weren't always mainstream. And just watching how people, you know, literally just, again, wanting to connect with the world, just kind of jump ship and become like, the, oh, yeah, now this is uh, – this is what I'm about. And I'm like, okay, you weren't about that. You know what I mean? Like two months ago before this became like the number one trending topic. But I do appreciate like, you know, where this is going because this may be an opportunity for, you know, people to find like real enlightenment. Cause I, I there's certain things I feel like uh, spirituality has definitely become somewhat of a, like a, a trend on certain, like on social media. Yeah. You know, I, I think that it has become trendy. It wasn't always trendy. And there's people that like are, I've really been out here, you know what I mean? Just, you know, really like the light bearers just really out here, just trying to get the world to kind of wake up and just cre- create a, a better place through education and through, you know, just enlightenment um, and sharing that just general, like no, no, uh, no agenda, just wanting to share, you know what I mean? With people, things that resonated with them and made them feel like this is, this is enlightenment. This make, this gives me that feeling of enlightenment. This, you know what I mean? I want to yeah. share that with the world. It went from that to just people sharing quote unquote enlightenment quotes, things like like recycled information just for just for just for engagement. And you can sense that. And and it just it starts, it becomes just like, wow, like this uh went from you know sharing, you know, to just engagement, just all about engagement. And I'm just like, okay, well, yeah. it's not fun anymore. Because <laughs> like, you know, and that's and- one of the things I noticed. And I, I've seen that in myself, you know, like, like I remember when I first got on Twitter, like obviously I had like no followers and I was just like, like literally like on a mission. Like I was like, I'm going to freaking change the world. Like I'm so tired. I'm going to single handedly enlighten everyone. Like I'm just a force of nature that's going to freaking do this. Yeah, you like, I, I, trust me, trust me, like, it wasn't even, like, me, it wasn't even, like, this, for, for real, I was just, like, the messenger, like, yeah. that's how I felt, I thought, I'm, like, I'm just the messenger, right? Like, I don't know how you guys can't hear this right now, but, like, I'm gonna make you hear it. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, there was times where people, like, I, like, it was, like, my whole message was odd to people, like, and yeah. I don't really have much of a message, you know. I mean, I just really just share things as I feel called to, which is very random and out of the blue. And I don't really don't use social media as much as I used to. But I used to have like I used to like have like talk about certain things, like talk about the importance of uh, things in like um, you know music and just talking about just like the study of like vibration and like the power of it, like the actual physical, like like the physicality of like you know what music can do and what's implied through that. And I was like, always, you know, just kind of going on different uh, random rants and stuff like that. It used to throw people off. People thought it was really, really odd. I had one time when I was working with, um, I had one time when I was working with a group creating shows, I had a guy that was, um, I had a person that was uh, like an investor role who was, uh, didn't like the fact that I was sharing certain things on social media. They literally like messaged me out of the blue. Well, not really out of the blue, but after I posted something like, hey, I see you're really, uh, you're really enlightened. However, you shouldn't share 
you know, this information with just anyone, only amongst like, you know, your peers and this and that. Basically, um, like basically saying you should be gatekeeping everything that you know and that you could get the wrong type of attention by saying certain things. And I was under, you know, at that time, certain scrutiny, just like, I wouldn't say scrutiny like a negative way, but I was certain, certain like people were like watching, just like just trying to see, you know, like what you were about, what you're on. And that really threw me off and alarmed me. I, I was actually like, it made me really anxious. You know what I mean? Just that, you know, someone felt like it's a bad thing to, uh, you know what I mean? I was just like, what world do we live in where that's bad? I'm like, well, what do you expect me to do? You know, and then I realized, man, I might not be cut out for certain things. <laughs> yeah. and dude i i feel you because like I'm, okay, i might not be cut out for this uh <laughs> like this especially, weird. especially when like i started to have like more like followers you know and like it started attracting the attention of friends and family like what the hell is like braden up to you know like some of these messages are coming out of left field and like I also just like felt this pressure of like like and like really having to like check my own intentions like why am I on this platform and like reminding myself it's like why it's important to spread a certain message and one thing that I really believe is I forget where I saw this but someone said that like like all forms of artistry are like allowing yourself to be vulnerable with the world you know sharing yourself with the world and i think that like a lot of depression is it's like from from loneliness you know but like you can be lonely even when you have a thousand friends you know like real like loneliness absolutely loneliness has nothing to do with with physically being, you know, accompanied by another person, like, you know, you can live with somebody, you can live with a bunch of people and go to sleep at night feeling like completely alone. Like, you know what I mean? I think that um, that stems from not having real connections with people sometimes, like real, real connections, like real, real connections. And it's Um, when you stop like expressing the things that are truly important to you, you know, that like to the core of your being, like, you know, need to be expressed to the world. And that's like why I realized I had to do it all independent. And I had to start my own business and do it all through my own platforms. And I couldn't work with anyone that was ever going to restrict my message because I would just feel caged in. And like, I'm not fulfilling like what I was sent here to do. Yeah, I think you're. I think when you have like a like a clear, like when you feel like your, your purpose is becoming more clear to you, and it's more, <clears throat> everything starts to feel more intentional. Like you don't mind going the harder route. You don't mind missing certain opportunities, quote unquote. Like you just, it, it's a certain, it's a certain certainty that you have in the process, and and knowing that you know you just remaining true to you is all it really. That's the main ingredient. That's the most important ingredient. I'm so I completely feel you. I mean, I'm, I'm, that's, that's kind of the route I'm taking as far as like not wanting to work like with people that don't understand uh, what I'm trying to do sonically. Um, like I just, you know, if, if, if it ever gets to that point, like I, I've, I've been really successful at it so far, just finding people that are kind of like, that get it, that bought into what I'm doing, my vision. 
Um, but it also, it, it, it works just because it works. Like they're, this is the type of music that they've always wanted to make or, you know what I mean? Like this, you know what I mean? It, there's a reason. Um, and I, so I feel like if you just stay true to yourself, you will meet the right people, one. And it's, it, there's not going to be a compromise as far as like your message and things like that, because you're not taking shortcuts. Yeah. That you're doing things the right way so that you don't have to compromise your message. Um, and that's, that's how I want to do it. Like I'm, I have no intention on taking the easy way out with any, anything. Dude, good I, for I you. Don't. That's just not who I am. So. And yeah, I think success hits a lot different when you do it that route, you know, and Oh yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I've built things before and I've built things before and I've built things with the intention of not following certain formulas and to cre- and that literally has been sometimes the, what made things what it was is the fact that this was something, you know, that felt very, very just unique and very like, uh, just, uh, it, it was, it was very, how do I, it seemed like, yeah, just something that you weren't going to get anywhere else. It didn't seem generic. And that sometimes is enough to where people buy in. They buy, they want to buy into a new experience. Maybe that experience, that one experience that they were meant, truly meant to have, but only you could create it because you weren't following a generic formula. And so I believe that sometimes you have to break the mold. Like you have to, like, if you feel like that's what you need to do, if you're better at breaking molds than following them, then do what you've always been good at. And so I've broken the mold before and I've seen like, mm, wow, people like when the mold, the mold's broken. Like I created a space for people who didn't feel like a space was existed for them. Holy cow. Now I want to do that with my own personal music. Yeah. You know, I had to curate, you know, intentionally art and music just to create that space. Now I get to create that space all on my own musically, just from beginning to end production to post. And then obviously create my own concert shows, things like that things that I get to be a part of in that way, I get to bring back that element of what I also love to do, which is to bring people together and create a spectacle. So I think it's going to be really interesting once this whole like idea fully gets off the, off the ground. I think uh, the groundwork is being laid and that's what you have to do sometimes. Just keep doing you, not take shortcuts, keep laying the groundwork. You know, so I respect anybody that's doing it that way. I respect you for doing it that way, for not, you know, taking the easy way out with your platform. Um, Because it's like, I I think it's easier to do it that, like, to just kind of, you know, I just, but I think it's cheap. I think it it lessens the value of things, you know? And like, yeah, I mean, that's beautiful, dude. Because for me, one of like the most, like rewarding and like parts of going within yourself is if you can go to a place of such sheer authenticity and then express that like you can awaken it in other people and so if you can capture that sheer authenticity and that sheer spirit into your music then by sharing it with other people you can draw them into like your into space, that base. Into, into that. yes, into discovering that within themselves, and, right. and it's an how you self-discovery, absolutely help other people self-actualize by the possibility of your own self-actualization. Absolutely, like I want that to be a part of the thought process, you know. Afterwards, when you when you consume something that's 
so like true to that person and you, you feel like just wow this is just really this is really authentic <laughs> this doesn't feel like uh this doesn't feel like factory music <laughs> this is this is really authentic i think that definitely invites people to go to a, an authentic space within themselves absolutely this is not your main this is not your everyday message you know what i mean that you're desensitized to this is something that might invite you back into your to your feels or to uh to whatever you know what i mean this might this might uh, be nostalgic for you in some way because I'm, I'm trying to i'm purposely trying to draw out a certain nostalgia within myself and you know i mean i'm just trying to connect in ways that um doesn't require me to compromise who i am i don't want to have to change my whole message and sound to connect with more people nah fuck that i don't believe that <laughs> i don't believe in that you know that that to me is just it's a i think it's a slap in the face to myself to uh to my guides to the people that believe in me um i think it's a slap in the face to take any shortcuts especially when they're giving me the blueprint yeah i like that that should blueprint should be the title to your next project oh i've already done a project called blueprint uh, I'll bring okay. it. I might, I might, I might, I might, I might bring it back though. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm a little late to the late to the punch on that one, but uh, yeah, no, that's a uh, that was a uh, and that was a uh, that was literally one of the uh, more successful just uh, networking events that I put together. I called it Blueprint, and um, a lot of um, a lot of artists showed up to that particular event. Um, like, I mean, I met a lot of unbelievable people you know what i mean even before that but just that that project it was in miami um around i want to say around like christmas it was a it was a crazy project i did it around the winter solstice um over two thousand people showed up it was a multi-day event project blueprint it was uh i had a lot of um very notable people out there um in the hip-hop scene like um rest in peace um but i had like the I had, you know members only late x out there um, he was one of the, uh, headlining artists, you know what I mean? I, um, I really wanted to, uh, I really, like, I really wanted to see that happen. You know what I mean? Um, I was very intentional with everything, the set list, the order of everything. Um, a part of, another part of, uh, what I was doing is I was bringing the visual aspect as well into things. So I wasn't trying to just focus on music because I felt like, you know, there was a lot of music shows going on and I wanted to create an opportunity for vendors, people who made t-shirts, people who painted, people who did visual things, videographers. I wanted to give everybody that was a part of the music scene in some way or a part of just the art scene. I wanted to give them the opportunity uh, to present what they did. So I created this, uh, just, just this massive showcase with my friends. Um, we built temporary walls to support the 55 plus visual artists that we had. Um, in one venue <laughs> and so like we had like a maze of walls just like kind of set up and then it led to uh, a little concert area where it was just these crazy performances uh, which X had the place oh I wouldn't say he got it shut down but he had some really excited fans to see him and that got it shut down before it was supposed to end and we ended up doing a day three um, by demand because we had to um, but it was it was a really amazing event met a lot of people Denzel Curry X, um, like he was just like, I, I really, really admired his energy and what the way he, like what he's his intention behind what he was doing with music. Um, he had a, he had a really unorthodox approach, uh, you know, but he had really good intentions. And that's something that I just feel like I need to say. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't, they don't know him from 
<laughs> just like his campaign and like the way he's his, his reputation. But um, he had really good intentions um, beyond beyond his own personal career. You know what I mean? Like he had really good intentions for the world. Um, he's definitely a humanitarian. I think you can hear it. I think you can hear it in the music. I think it comes across. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it just, you know, it sucks because, you know, that was definitely somebody I, I watched their name get sullied and things and that. It was just, it was kind of hard to knowing that, you know, we are all human. We all, you know, fuck up. But to know that you can literally have really, really, really grand intentions, like, you know what I mean? And and still, um, and still be perceived, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, however, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was it was hard kind of watching that. But um yeah, that was a that was a very very notable event. Um, Project Blueprint, <laughs> where Creative District Four was the fourth installation that we did, um, and I, I've I loved doing that. Like I loved putting together my own shows. Um, so now like just being an artist and being able to focus on that, you know, being invited to shows, these stuff like that, it's different. Um, but I definitely want to get back to putting together my own events, inviting um, artists that I feel like can help me create a certain space and doing my own thing that way. So in the future, I definitely wanna get back into creating events. Um, I might have a team that majority handles it and I might just kind of create more so from the, uh, just from the like the planning side of things, just like, hey, you know, here's a suggestion, here's like, you know, things that I would do. Um, but I, I'm definitely gonna get back into that at some point. I just, I, I, have, to f I have to finish this project first before I can even talk about shows or doing something like that again. Yeah. Focus one thing at a time. Yeah, literally. But like, I'm not, like the way my brain works, it's like I'm like, okay, yeah, like this is, you know what I mean? Like two years from now, this is what I'm gonna be planning. Let me, you know, get this lined up now. Let me find venues. Like I already have venues. <laughs> I have venues uh, for like little small shows. So as soon as like my project's done, I want to do like a little small, like little pop up tour, and I already have like venues and everything lined up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already started, like, looking into places out west and stuff like that where I can, like, kind of do, like, my little my little campaign. It's, where are you located, by the way? I'm at, well, I'm from Florida. I'm from Florida. Like, I was born in California. I've lived in Florida my entire life. Right now, I have a studio in Pennsylvania. And right now, I'm in PA, like, near Baltimore area. That's, that's where I'm, like, staying right now. And I kind of go back and forth between PA and New York a lot. My girlfriend lives in New York, so... I visit her a lot there. Yeah, I mostly record either here or in Arizona. So I'm like all over the place, <laughs> really. Um, but yeah, I think traveling is, um, that's definitely, that's one of the things I've always wanted to do. I think music gives me the opportunity to travel, to meet people. Um, I like to do in-session, like real, like physical in-session with people. Like I like to like meet with producers and artists um, when I work with them. So it gives me an opportunity to travel what's eight people so i mean i'm just having fun right now man like that's that's really all i'm doing i'm just having fun just trying to stay true to my sound and uh to see everything out to the end dude i love it well i think honestly that's a good place to call it for today i don't have much for you but thanks so much for coming on man i i feel inspired i feel like i need to go like create something and stop listening to all mainstream anything <laughs> oh no i'm about to literally i'm literally gonna uh get back to it like i'm i'm sitting in front of uh like my whole studio setup right now 
like I'm just yeah I'm about to start <laughs> working on working on uh, something I, I have to finish something I was working on last night so I'm just gonna get back into that but I definitely um man it was nice talking to you I've been I've been following you for a very long time you know what I mean so like I've been seeing you like on my timeline for years, brother. And uh, it was, it's good to actually have a conversation with somebody, you know, that you've been following and just to kind of connect with them for the first time, see where their head's at. I think that's amazing. I think that's what it's all about. So I, I really appreciate you inviting me on here. And uh, Zing, you have a good one. Yeah, you too, man. I'll yeah, make, man. Sure to, make sure to send me that album when you drop it, the project. Okay, I'll... Absolutely. You'll be one of the first people I send it to for sure. <laughs> All right, awesome, man. Have a good one. You too. Take care.